check. Alright, is this thing on? Man, it's been a while since I've done this thing, man. But we're back. This is the first podcast episode of 2023. Welcome back to another episode of the Yeah That Podcast hosted by your truly West Coast Roberto. It's been a minute. It's been a long time. I've been down, out of commission, recovering. You know, all kinds of stuff's happened to the homie, man. All kinds. And even starting the year off. So, without further ado, let's just start the episode and let's roll right into the music. Come on, let's go. It's been a long time. Hey, that's how I feel. I miss doing this. I miss y'all. But we back. Hey. Hey, we back 2023 Thank you for listening For tuning in Thank you for a great 2022 And all the support you gave We about to go harder for 23 Let's go Return at a Hey, shout out to you, wherever you're listening to this from, whatever platform you're using, you're here with us, so let's go. Follow on Instagram, at yeah, that podcast. subscribe on YouTube, slash West Coast Rob. I hope you enjoy the show. Stay tuned. Converse with me. Yeah, that. Back to another episode of the Yeah Podcast hosted by yours truly, West Coast Roberto. How y'all doing out there? And I'm laughing because I have been trying to do this episode for the past like 20, 30 minutes, but my fucking program keeps jacking up on me for some reason. I don't know. Because it's been a minute. Maybe that's why. Maybe I needed to warm it up like I do my vehicle outside when it's cold outside. It's been a minute since I've dabbled with the pod. So with that being said, Happy New Year to y'all. I know we're like two, three weeks into the new year already, but you know what I mean? I haven't seen you. This is the first time doing a podcast in 2023. So hoping it doesn't shit on me again just or right now. But we about to roll like like we we going we got the clear we got the green light so how y'all doing i'm doing better than i was you know what i'm saying for those of you watching you're probably looking like is this fool in a robe got the chest out little little meat action going on taco meat action going on for those listening yes i am in the robe little taco meat action going on you know why because i have been homebound and before i go into that you know what i'm saying for those watching out there, if you don't listen to the audio version of the podcast, I suggest you do because I do some musical intros. Every podcast, a different music intro. It varies with the mood I'm in or the guests I have, etc., etc. So check that one out. So the intro for this one, I mean, it's been a minute, like I said, so I, I suggest you check it out. I'm getting better and better, and it makes me want to dabble and go back into my DJ mix, DJ niche, DJ tame my dj itch like i had a few years ago but uh yeah it's dope man i love i love the intros you know what i'm saying but uh yes i am sitting here in my robe in the casa as i'm coming as i am on the latter end of my recovery 
for those who keep up with the homie. You know what I'm saying? The end of 2022 was was good. I, I uh, we were dropping episodes. You know what I'm saying? I stopped for the November holiday, that you know, which is a sketch holiday if you really think about it. But it's more so for family gatherings here in the U.S. So after that one, after the the Thanksgiving holiday in November, you know, I I, I didn't post an episode that week or whatever because you know what I'm saying it was Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? time to be with fam give thanks etc etc but i planned on dropping episodes after that which i i believe i dropped in the episode with um adult film star jackson wheeler the second episode in between that time frame and i planned on going and dropping more episodes up until the holiday season in december however the homie was laid up in the hospital man yeah why do you ask because my motherfucking appendix ruptured yeah so it came out of nowhere too like it came out of nowhere and here's how it all rolled out I'm looking at the clock right now because around this time the shit was shitting on me but I restarted everything so I think I'm good I'm gonna give it another 10 seconds before I dive too deep and start what happened to me just in case it fucking wants to reset again because it's around seconds let's see if i make it to motherfucking four minutes then i know we're kosher got 10 seconds you know so bear with me out there i'm saying bear with me you know me oh i think we're good yeah yeah three two oh yeah okay we're we're, we made it all right we're good all right y'all so first off i want to say thank you to everybody out there who hit me up um gave me blessings and good well wishes and you know what I'm saying make sure and checked on the homie while I was in the hospital you know what I'm saying uh, I appreciate y'all for that I truly do it was uh, you know it was, it was heartwarming to know how many people fucking actually give a fuck you know what I'm saying care about you and shit and not just doing the whole yeah yeah you know this is the check in the box hey if you need anything let me know you know I had a lot of people hit me up while I was in the hospital and then you know check back up on me while I've been here at the house making sure I'm good to go and I truly appreciate y'all for that man and just every just know that if the roles were reversed I'd, I'd do the same thing I've done it before to pass to pass uh, friends I mean acquaintances so you know I mean that's just how I get down so I truly appreciate y'all for checking up on me and making sure the homies well what happened to me let me let me just dive deep into what happened. So I was at work, right? And, you know, for those of you, for those of you familiar, you know what I mean? Y'all know about me and being in the military. For those of you who are new, first off, for those of you who are new, welcome to the show. I'm sorry. I don't know where my manners have been. I'm just trying to get reacclimated to the whole podcasting thing again. Sorry. Welcome to all the first and last time listeners. Welcome to, to the... Uh, <laughs> To the OGs, you already know. I love y'all. Shout out to whoever or wherever you're listening to this podcast from, whether it's in your in your AirPods, in your Hyundai Sonatas, or your Hyundai Palisades, or your Kias, or the gym, wherever you are. Shout out to you. Thank you for listening. It's the Homie West Coast Rob, and welcome to the Yeah That Podcast. Back to what I was saying, though. So I'm in the military, for those of you new, and on the ship, we have a place where we eat called the Mestex, you know what I'm saying? And I wanted some coffee. I wanted coffee and I haven't messed with the Mestex coffee because, you know, cats on there will be like, yeah, yeah, you know, that that mud or whatever, whatever. You don't want to drink that, blah, blah, blah. So this particular day, I forgot what day it was. It was like, all right. I was like, all right, well, you know what I'm saying? I need some coffee. Fuck it. I'm right here. We're waiting to do this thing. You know what I'm saying, let, let me get some coffee. So I take a sip out of some coffee. You know what I'm saying, I don't use creamer. I like my coffee black, just straight up. But it was messed that coffee. You know what I mean, so I was like, "Fuck it, let me put some creamer up in this mug." Literally. So I put some creamer in there. You know what I'm saying, I sipped the coffee. Didn't taste like nothing. Whatever, whatever. Went about my business. I had a meeting to attend, so I went to this meeting. I'm at the meeting. I'm good. Towards the latter end of the meeting, I 
start to get a little stomach ache. It's like, oh man, ugh. Wasn't enough to, I mean, to alter me. I was I'm saying, I'm paying attention to the meeting and whatnot. I had a meeting. After the meeting ends, me and one of the, me and one of the homies, we leave for the day. So I leave for the day. I have an hour drive to the house from where I work. So I'm driving home, no problems, no issues. Driving home, you know what I mean? Get home, strip down, you know what I mean? All of a sudden, stomach is hurting, in pain. And I'm like, oh my God, what in the fuck? I need to take a shit or something. But just stomach ache, stomach pain, starting to feel nauseous. I'm like, all right, I feel like I got I gotta vomit. So, go to the bathroom. Nothing. Nothing's coming out. Go sit back down. I forgot what I was doing. I think I was watching YouTube. I was doing something. Then, I go back to the bathroom. I'm like, man, I I feel like I have to vomit. I don't know what it is. Maybe it was the coffee that people are like, don't drink the coffee. Blah, blah, blah. So, I go to the bathroom and I finally vomit. And it just that just opened up the floodgates. Could not stop vomiting. Back and forth to the bathroom, vomiting. Stomach was hurting, hurting. My God, it felt like someone took what, like, had my stomach, the actual like your actual stomach from inside your body, had it in your hands, in their hands, and was wringing it, just like you know, like wringing out a sponge. It felt like somebody was just wringing out my stomach. I was in pain was in the fetal position a couple times on the bathroom floor like oh my god what in the fuck so then amidst the vomiting i was taking a dump i was pooping so i'm like what in the fuck i was like oh shit do i have uh food poisoning or something but i was like i didn't eat that motherfucking coffee automatically i was like fuck this coffee fucked me up so i put in our little group chat a little work group chat i'm like don't drink the fucking coffee. I'm out. Blah blah. Um, I'm out for a couple of days. I think I have a stomach flu. So I'm like, I'm at the house by myself. Wife's at work. Kids are at school. Hurting. Laid up in bed. So I hit, I hit my wife up. I'm like, yo, can you bring me some, some bismuth, some pink bismuth, aka Pepto Bismol, and some Gatorade, some ginger ale, some Sprite, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I am in pain. My stomach is churning. Oh my goodness. Pain meds weren't working. So I get through the first day. This is the first day. I get through the first day. Sleep through the night. Wake up the next morning. And I'm like, okay. Stomach isn't hurting. Good. I'm not I'm not hurting. I don't need to vomit. Don't need to poop. But my I was I felt like I was sore. But the the pain and the the achiness was at like my lower right side of my abdomen but like not on the lower right ab but below so like take your pubic region of like where your pubic hair is and then go right like right not directly over your hip but like in between that like right over your groin next to the pubic hair region there was a tenderness right there and I'm like oh my gosh so it hurt to to walk. It hurt to get up. When I went and walked to the bathroom, I felt I was hunched over like I like old man status walking. And I'm like, man, that vomiting because the vomiting was pretty serious. I was like, that vomiting has me sore as heck. Maybe I'm just sore from all the vomiting and, and what my stomach was going through yesterday. So I was like, all right, cool. This is this is early morning, uh, like around seven thirty ish. I usually take my daughters to school or take my, my oldest to school and uh, make sure my youngest daughter, you know, see her out of the house when she goes to the bus for school every morning when I'm off, when I'm not working. <clears throat> so this is like around this time in the morning, 745-ish, 8 o'clock. So I'm laying in bed. My wife getting ready to go to work. She's like, oh, yeah, just lay in bed, you know, rest up. Woo-woo. So I'm like, all right, cool. But I'm sore. I'm like, man, I'm sore. So I'm laying there. I think I was watching George Lopez, you know what I mean? Or some other show. And I'm I'm uncomfortable. I'm just like, man, I am sore. So I'm touching the spot and it's tender to the, to the touch. 
I'm like, what is going on? Gosh, I've never been this sore from vomiting before. About an hour and a half passed by. And I'm like, this can't be soreness. Because every time I move, every t- I can barely get out of bed. You know, my, my bed is, uh, I have a king-size bed and it's, it's kind of high. So, like, sitting up and trying to get up out of the bed or in the bed was it was painful. It wasn't a soreness. It, now I realize it was a pain. So I lay, I lay in bed. I'm like, I may need to go to the hospital or urgent care or something. I need to, maybe I need to go to urgent care. So then laying there, I call the nurses line. So like my insurance, you have a nurses line, 24 hour nurse line. I know a lot of hospitals or insurance companies provide it. So that's what I have. So I call the nurse's line. I'm describing to the nurse what I'm dealing with, what I'm going through. And she's like, ooh, it's in that area. This is happening. These are the symptoms, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I think you need to go to the emergency room. It could be your, your appendix. And I'm like, okay. And I told her, I was like, yesterday I was vomiting and this, this, and this. I thought it was stomach flu. I don't know. So maybe it could... It, this pain is contributed by the vomiting, et cetera, et cetera. She's like, oh, yeah, just go to the emergency room and uh, and then go from there. Because it sounds to me like in your appendix. I'm like, all right. She's like, uh, you can't drive, though. You got to have somebody drive you. I'm like, all right. Hit my wife up. I'm like, hey, you need to take me to the ER. I'm in, I'm in pain. So she comes home. The ER that we go to is about 15, 20 minutes away. You know Highly rated. I mean, shout out to Williamsburg Riverside Medical Doctors Hospital. Great facility. Love everybody there who helped me out. Shout out to them, man. Shout out to them. So we go there, and and the whole ride, I am in pain. I'm sitting there hunched over in pain. Wifey pulls up, has to hop out, get a wheelchair, throws me in the wheelchair. They roll me in, and I'm sitting there in pain. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So they check me in. They, they do the triage real quick. Get me to the back. They have me laid up in a bed, in a room. And they give me morphine. And I'm laid up on the morphine. They're like, all right, how you doing? I'm like, I'm all right. I'm good. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, excruciating pain just comes out of nowhere. Now, mind you, I am already on morphine. I'm doped up on morphine, but didn't, I felt like I wasn't on shit because I was in so much damn pain. It was in my stomach and then the pain shot down to my groin. So it was just like this bolt of just pain while I'm laying in this bed. And it was, I've never been in so much pain before, (laughs) never. And I'm just laying there like, ah, my wifey is sitting next to me in the bed. She said she was crying. I couldn't even look at her. I was just laying there, eyes closed, trying to brace and deal with this pain and I'm ripping the I felt like I was going to rip the bed handle off the fucking bed my wife hops out or goes out into the hall she's like oh he's in like excruciating pain uh, can somebody come in here and, and do something or help him or something the nurse comes back in he's like, oh let me grab him let me let me go get your nurse uh, I don't know if she was a nurse or whomever she was and this is before I was on my actual floor that I'm shouting out the nurses who helped me this is pre-op. So this the nurse walks back in and I see her hand and she has a handful of fucking morphine thingamajigs or whatever. And she's like, Oh, we're we're awaiting your results. And I'm like, How long do how long does it take for the results to come back? She's like, Oh, it could be it takes up to like 30, 45 minutes. And I'm like, I am in pain. She's like, all we can do is just give you more more pain meds. And I'm like Okay, hurry up. I was trying not to be rude, but I am hurting, you know. I am freaking hurting. So, like I said, I was already on morphine. So she comes in with a handful of more morphine things and puts more in my IV, and she gives me more morphine. Uh, I can't even remember if that if that actually helped. I think it, it helped somewhat. My pain wasn't, if my pain was at a 10, I think it brought me down to an eight. So I was like, all right. So then the, the, uh, the PA comes back in 
And he's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, I am in pain. And then he's like, yeah, your wife said it went down to your crotch. I'm like, yeah. So he explained, he's like, yeah, there's a, there's a, from your appendix, there's a nerve that goes from your appendix area down to your groin. And that's where that pain is coming from. So it's just, it's just shooting and sending that, that those vibes or that electricity or whatever down to that area. That's why you feel it down there. Nothing's happening. It's just a nerve that connects everything. I'm like, all right, man. So the PA explains that to me. PA is physician's assistant for those of you who don't know what PA is. So he's like, yep, like it is your appendix. So we're going to, we're going to, once the results come back, we're going to get you into the, into the operating room, get it out of there. I'm like, all right. He's like, yeah, it ruptured. I was like, oh shit. I was like, is it going to rupture or did it rupture? He's like, no, it ruptured. I was like, yeah. So the results came back, it ruptured and we have to get all that pus and all that stuff out of you before it gets, you know, it's dangerous. So I'm like, all right. So how long for that? He's like, oh, doctor's been, doctor's doing an appendix, uh, appendicitis right now or appendix, whatever the procedure is called. He's taking care of one right now. And after that, he's going to clean up and he's going to knock you out. I'm like, damn, today's fucking appendicitis day. So after giving me the second dose of morphine, the PA tells me that they wheel me in and uh, I got to do a CT scan. They do the CT scan after that. And mind you, it is fucking painful to move. So painful to move. So I had to hop out of one bed to get onto the fucking CT bed to do a CT or not a CT. Yeah. Cat scan or whatever Do the cat scan, hop back out into the bed and then for them to wheel me. So like doing all this, I'm in fucking pain, hooked up IV, all this shit. And they fucking, they wheel me into the hospital, wheel me into the OR. So they go wheel me into the OR. Um, you know, they give you that gas that, that dude, the dude, the uh, anesthesiologist didn't even say, oh, yeah, you know, one, two, or three seconds, you're going to be out. Blah, blah, blah. This fool just put the mask on me and I was done. Next thing I know, I'm waking up and uh, I'm in, I'm waking up. Where am I? I'm waking up in the room, I think. If I remember correctly, I don't, I can't really remember. But uh, the doc told my wife that he had never seen. I guess my appendix was big and he'd never seen it in appendix that big before. And so this happened to me. The first day of pain was on a Tuesday. I had my surgery on a Wednesday and he was telling my wife, he's like, yes. So, uh, he didn't have any like symptoms or anything prior to then. And she was like, no, this all happened yesterday. So doc was like, yeah, on either Saturday or Sunday, he should have had some kind of like, some kind of like, you know, warning signs or, or something, some kind of pain coming where it's like a little stomach aches here and there. And then it built, it should have uh, built up the more the, the appendix grew towards progression or uh, rupture, et cetera, et cetera. So she's like, no, this just was all spur of the moment. So doc was like, damn, that's, that's nuts that nothing happened days before this actually happened. Then he said, my appendix was so big. He's never seen one that big before. And it was a good thing we came in because upon rupture, since it was so big, there was so much pus in my stomach and everywhere. And it could have been real bad, but I was in the hospital for five days after surgery because of the pus being in my in my system my temperature kept spiking to like 102 i think the highest it got was like 102.9 i think is one of the temps so they would take my they took my temp so many times throughout the day every day for five days i had like low potassium levels i was because i was septic because of all that pus being in your stomach or in your system you become septic and uh it's exactly as it sounds like a septic tank it's just full of shit full of nasty fucking shit and sep- being septic can be fatal so i am fucking blessed to have gone through that and make it through that uh big shout out and big thank you to dr moniz 
Dr. Berenger, and all the nurses, you know, Elaine, everybody, Lindsay, who, I mean, who was tending to me the time I was in the hospital, because, you know, it was, it was scary for my wife, she, she thought, she didn't know, she, she's like, oh, I thought I was, I thought your, your appendix ruptured, or I thought you were, gonna, you were losing you right there when you were screaming for, um, for pain meds or, or the nurse or whatever and you know being septic you don't realize it when you're in that moment but like I didn't realize it I was like alright maybe I'm I was like why does my temp keep fucking spiking I'm like I'm ready to go home but I wasn't ready so you know it's just it's it's crazy when you you reflect back on things that could be more severe than what they were but I was septic temp got to 102.9 which is fucking nuts but day five and shit temp was finally fucking good my white blood cells were uh, the level I guess the, an average your average is like from set what did, what did Lindsay say seven no three point something to seven no no three to ten is your your average blood cell count white blood cell count and mine was at 17 because they were trying to fight off whatever bacteria and fucking goop, whatever the fuck was in my system. So my cell counts were high and they didn't want to let me go home with such high levels with my temperature spiking because, you know, it's, it's dangerous. So I was, I was hooked up on IVs, antibiotics and shit. And when my levels finally got, my levels were dropping every day, which is, which is a plus. So, uh, yeah, I got to the day of discharge. I think I was at 11 and then my temp was a consistent 99 or 98, nine, something like that. So, which is good, which is average, which is normal. Doc was like, yeah, if you don't. You know, I don't give a, I don't give a shit about a hundred, even even a hundred one. You're you're all right, but a hundred. No, no, he said a hundred. Like you're good, but a hundred one and up, then come back. So I was good to go, man. I think the some one of the worst parts of fucking being in the hospital, dealing with that, was the immobility. Like it was hard as shit to walk around. And then, like, you're hooked up with the fucking thing on the IV and shit. And then, due to being immobile, or the cause of a lot of the immobility and the pain of moving was the fucking gas. Holy fuck. So, everyone kept saying, yeah, have you farted yet? Have you had a bowel movement? Have you farted? Every time the doctor will walk in and check on me, he's like, you farted yet? No, no. We contribute, or uh, we encourage farting around here. So, I'm on, I'm on the OR level and I'm trying. They're like, yeah, you got to walk around. You got to chew gum. You got to eat food. Do you got the chewing movements and all that stuff will contribute and get that gas moving around. So the more you do it, the more you walk, the more the gas, the more farts will come. So I'm like, all right, cool. I didn't have an appetite for like a couple of days. I was on liquid diet for the first three days I was in the hospital. So I went in. When I went in, I was like 235. Then, uh, you know, they went in. And before then, I told I, was, I told Doc, I was like, yo, you're going to cut me open. Take some fat out of there. You know what I mean? Take some, take some fat out of there. But uh, I was on liquid diet for like the first three days. And then he was like, oh, yeah, you can eat food. So, but I didn't have no, I didn't have an appetite. I, I couldn't eat anything. So I was I think I went liquid and I went liquid for three, barely ate for like day four. Cause it was like all broth. It's like, oh, eat this broth, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I ain't trying to eat no broth. I don't want broth. I want food. So I didn't, I didn't do any of that. So I, I kind of fasted for like three and a half days, maybe four days. But uh, chewing gum, my nurse gave me some gum. Damn, what was that fool's name? A male nurse. Forgot that dude's name. That dude was a clown. He gave me some Trident gum. To this day, I don't even want Trident gum. I was tired of chewing Trident gum, man. Laying there fucking 
chewing Trident gum, trying to pass gas now. But walking, I finally started, when I started walking, gas was, you can feel the gas moving. Even like nurses I didn't even know just sitting at their stations. Oh yeah, good job. You know, you fart? No. <laughs> you fart yet? We encourage farting around here. <laughs> so I'm like, no, I haven't farted yet. Haven't passed any bowel movements. Couldn't wipe my own ass. It was terrible, man. Terrible experience. Terrible. You know, and big shout out to my wife. Oh my gosh. Big shout out to my wife for everything she did while I was laid up uh, from running my girls to, to practices and that are like an hour and a half away to the daily practice, local practice, to taking them to school, to coming to see me in the hospital, to taking care of me in the hospital, you know, helping me get, um, helping the hygiene while I'm in the hospital. Cause you know what I'm saying? It was, it was pretty hard to upkeep with the hygiene. So, you know, shout out to, to my wife for everything she did for me in there. Love you, babe. Appreciate you so much. Thank you. Um, but man, it was a tough experience, y'all. That gas though, man, when it finally is coming out on a regular when you are passing gas oh my goodness great feeling and for those of you who don't understand like why is he why does he keep saying gas gas because when you have operations they pump you full of gas so your belly can expand it makes it easier for them to get in and that's just with every operation not just the operation i had but every operation that has to deal with your midsection they inflate your stomach by pumping it full of gas and then they go to work so then when you're done you know you gotta do your thing move around walk around etc etc but yeah dealing with the gas then them bowel movements oh man especially with your when you do uh when you get your appendix removed your appendix sits on the on one end of your your intestines, which has no purpose. I don't know why we even have one. There's no purpose to your appendix, but when they take it out, they have to sew that um, that piece of appendix or appendix, excuse me. They have to sew that piece of intestines shut, so your bowels. It, you have to make sure your your bowels and and everything is working just right. So like uh, day three. I believe, or day four, Doc came in and he is first thing he says, what's going on? You, you farting? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm burping though. So he was like, hmm. Okay. And I was like, that's, is that not a good thing? He's like, no, it, he's like, it is, but your intestines and your, and your bowels are working as they should. So instead of it coming out of the bottom end, all the gas is coming up as that's why it's causing you to belch and to burp so we need you to we need you to fart it's not it's not just for benefit of you it's it's for you and for us to to know that everything is working properly everything's coming down and just working as as such so farting is important farting is important when when you're in the hospital and that first, uh, like I said, it took me a minute to have a bowel movement, but I finally ate the broth, which I didn't want, but I guess that's what I needed to do days ahead of time. Because when I ate the broth, man, tore that toilet up, man. Holy moly. And that bowel movement, it's great. Great when you, you know, that's, it's just great. But what sucked is, you didn't you couldn't you can hardly wipe you can barely fucking wipe so it's terrible reaching back especially with your 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 incisions and stuff so how they did me i had a i had laparoscopic surgery where they had three points they went in through the side of my belly button went in through my belly button and went in through a point right above my uh my pubic region old school way they would have just cut you open big old scar ain't no bikinis you know what i'm saying you ain't flashing you ain't showing nothing but I got laparoscopic three points and uh oh man it was it was hurting like I said couldn't even wipe good couldn't even wipe good I know I said couldn't wipe my own ass earlier I could I just couldn't do it good it was weird felt disgusting but I was in the hospital for five days I went in 2.30 when I got home and was good enough to like 
finally come down here to my basement. I went in the gym right here behind me and then uh, got on the scale and it said I was 219. 219. It's like, oh man, little man. Little guy. So, you know, I'm kosher now, man. Feeling, feeling good, feeling well. I'm on the latter end. I'm almost... I'm almost at the end of my convalescent leave and and cleared to do cleared the lift. I just really want to like get in and lift some weights and move around. So I'm good to go. Once again, thank you to the whole OR floor, the whole OR staff that that helped me out while I was at Riverside Williamsburg uh, Doctors Medical Clinic or Hospital for uh, getting me through that painful ordeal. And this was December. This is pre-Christmas, y'all. All this happened right before Christmas. I was fortunate enough to be out of the hospital before Christmas. Well before Christmas, actually. I got out like on the 17th, 16th or 17th. So I got to spend Christmas at the house, you know, being being fortunate um, for that. Christmas went well. I hope everybody had a good Christmas, uh, a happy Hanukkah, uh, Kwanzaa, whatever holiday you celebrate during that time. I hope it went well and I hope everyone had a good and safe new year. I hope everybody's new year has been good so far. My new year, you know, just I ended the year with the surgery and whatnot. Rolled into the new year was fine. I'm still, you know what I'm saying, still in recovery, still kind of sore and moving slow, being tired. Um Doc said part of the recovery that'll come last or the last part of being 100% is going to be your, uh, I was going to say fitness, that's a soccer term, but just your, yeah, your, I guess your overall fitness. So walking around, like I was able to walk around upon uh, post-surgery or whatever, but I was getting winded and tired. Like we went to, me and my family, we went, where do we go? We went to some, we went to a store. I forgot what store we went to. And just walking around, you're already walking slow, but oh my gosh, it takes a lot out of you. Doc, I remember Doc saying like, yeah, you know, around mid afternoon, you, you feel like just totally wiped out. And I was like, yeah, that's true. He's like, yeah, that, that'll be the last thing that comes back to you is your endurance and your, your fitness, like walking around, just doing like easy normal around the house stuff it's gonna wipe you out mid-afternoon you're gonna feel totally zapped and drained but it'll it'll come back to you and that's a true statement man that was that was i would sit here and play uh, a video game and later that like all morning and then later that afternoon i would feel tired like i just worked out or whatever so man that part was just Oh, that part was crazy, but oh, I'm on the latter end. I'm almost, I'm almost cleared, cleared to go back to work. Not looking forward to that, but it is what it is. You got to do it. Um, but yeah, you know, good to go. Good to go. So for those of you out there, and I was talking to one of my homies, um, and he said something that just was real. Actually, a couple of my homies said it, man. Um, I was telling them what was happening. Tell him, told him about the vomiting and all that and then I told him the next day I thought I was sore and I had that little that little sore spot right there and I told him I was like man I just I had to go go get seen about it and he was like man it's a good thing you didn't do what do a typical what typical black people do and just ignore the thing and kept moving good thing you went and got it checked out because it's too early for you to clock out, man. It's not It's not time for you to clock out yet, which really resonated with me. And that was true. If you're out there, for those of you watching and listening out there, if you have some kind of issue, some kind of pain or whatever, especially around your, your midsection, your stomach or whatever, don't just be like, all right, nah, I'm, I'm good. It'll go away. Or let me take some Motrin or whatever, whatever. If it's, if it's consistent, and it's progressing within that day or the next day or the next day, go get seen. It, should, it shouldn't take a day or two for you to go get seen because it could be something more severe than what you think it is. 
Like I thought initially I had just a stomach flu or like a food food poisoning. I thought I drank some contaminated coffee or some shit, but my appendix ruptured and I just had pus and just sitting in my fucking stomach. So make sure you take care of yourself. And if you haven't done it in the past for 2023, make sure you put yourself first. Put yourself first. Take care of yourself. Do things for you. You know what I'm saying? Take time off of work because you're not, you don't live to work. You work to live. Remember that. So take time off of work. Take care of your mental health, your mental health. Take care of your physical health. Just take care of you. Don't let stuff just linger around. If you're in pain, get it checked out. So when the homie was like, man, good thing you, you weren't a typical black person. You weren't a typical nigga and just you know, sat on that shit and got checked out. And I'm glad you did that shit. And I was like, yeah, me too. Cause I almost did. I was just literally, I was literally laying in bed like, man, this fucking, I'm sore as fuck from throwing up. So good thing. I, I got it checked out, man. And shout out to everybody who checked up on me again. Thank y'all. I love y'all, man. But, uh, you know, that was, that's, was the big highlight to end my year. I guess you can say wasn't even a highlight. Had a real group, real good Christmas. It was a great Christmas, actually. You know, felt warm being with family. You know what I'm saying? Heartfelt. And uh, New Year's was cool. And I know I'm getting old because I'm not giving a fuck about New Year's and staying up. Unless I'm going to a party or some shit. But I could have easily went to bed and then woke up the next the next morning like, all right, happy New Year, everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I hope everybody had a good New Year's. A New Year's Eve, New Year's celebration. Uh, the New Year so far has kind of been fucking sketch for me because my grandmother passed away on the 2nd of the year. The 2nd of January, excuse me. The 2nd of January, she was, she would have been 94 next month. Um, and the story behind it is kind of eerie because I was talking to my uncle. And my grandmother had five five boys or no two six boys excuse me my grandmother had six boys so I had five uncles and uh two of them were twins one of them my OG uncle he uh passed away the day before Thanksgiving no the day day of Thanksgiving or after Thanksgiving what day I think was the day yeah, it was the day before Thanksgiving. He got in a got in a car accident, and he passed away. So he was a twin, and my uncle was like his brother, the twins' brother. Mentioned to my other uncle, like yeah, um, they didn't expect my grandmother to make it past this Thanksgiving, 2022, due to you know the, uh, my uncle passing away around that time. So my uncle, the twin mentioned to my other uncle that yeah I don't I think she'll make it through the new year but I think my brother is gonna get her on our birthday which the two uncle my two uncles my uncle uh uncle uncle Joe uncle John my uncle John told my uncle uh chess that so uncle John is the other twin brother. He tells my uncle Chess, he's like, yeah, I'm surprised she made it through the Thanksgiving time frame, but I think, I think Joe, which is the my OG uncle that passed around that Thanksgiving time period, is going to come get her on our birthday, which is January 2nd. So my uncle Chess goes to Johnny, Uncle John, and is like, what? He's like, you think so? He's like, yeah, I just, it's just, I have a feeling. I just, I don't know. And then people like my uncle John has been kind of taking care of my grandmother. Um, and he says like, sometimes when she's in her room, he hears her talking to people and he'll go in there and then she's not, there's no one in there with her. She's just in there. Just like she was in there talking. He's like, who are you talking to? She's like, oh, no so my uncle John was just like, oh, yeah, I think, I think Joe's getting her ready. 
so then the new year comes you know everyone happy new year happy new year the day the next day I get a message and it's like hey grandma passed away in her sleep it's like god dang on january 2nd the birthday of the twins my uncle joe and uncle john which is eerie if you think about it crazy if you think about it but you know year started off with that then um after that a week i don't know if it was the same week it was the same week I'm driving my truck on the way to pick my daughter up from soccer practice. I'm, you know, in this complex. We have a nice little soccer complex where we practice a bunch of fields. You know what I'm saying? Multi-purpose fields, soccer fields. There's a gymnastics gym. There's a, uh, a swimming pool, indoor swimming pool behind the gymnastics gym, you know, for the swim team, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm driving down this road, which I had to right away. And there's an intersection, the road that... The road approaches an intersection where the intersection has two stop signs. My road that I'm on, there's no stop sign because it ends up going to a roundabout where you can go to the to the left where the soccer fields are. You go to the right where the gymnastic gym is or whatever, whatever. So I'm driving this night. It's around 7.30, 7.45 at night. And I'm driving my truck. And I see this car coming on my left-hand side. I'm driving... And then the car stops at the stop sign. I'm like, all right. So I'm still going. Then all of a sudden, the car pulls out in front of me. And I slam on the brakes, slam on the horn. But it had it uh, it rained earlier that day, too. It rained earlier that day, so the roads are still wet. So the lady pulls out in front of me. And I'm on the brakes, on the horn. I slide and boom, smash right into her right smack dab in the middle of this intersection and I'm just I'm sitting there like are you fucking serious so so mad my airbags didn't deploy or anything it wasn't I was going about 30 31 miles per hour which is the speed limit in there and I'm sitting there and I'm just looking like what the fuck are you fucking serious so I'm sitting there not really knowing what to do. I'm looking through, trying to find my my Geico shit. And the lady hops out, walks around. I roll my window down, and I'm I'm mugging her. Some older lady. She's probably about upper forties, low like low fifties. And I'm like, she's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I'm sitting there, looking at her, like. It's okay, lady. It's okay. She's like, no, no, it's not okay. It's not okay. And I'm like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm like, all right. She goes around, hops in her shit. And I'm just sitting there in my shit. She gets in her shit. She pulls out. And we're stuck together. All you hear is... We're stuck together. And she pulls out off into the she didn't pull off she pulls out of the intersection into the parking lot the nearest parking lot right there and I have to put put fucking wobble my ass to the side of the road I was on so my shit is fucked up my fucking front driver's side right here you can see the pictures right here but my shit was fucked up my shit couldn't you couldn't even turn the wheel right like I couldn't turn right or anything but uh, got all her information. She was 100% at fault. Um, she admitted to that. Had to get my shit towed that night. Fucking uh, running all my shit through her insurance company, which is crazy because she has. So she has USAA. I have Geico. I call USAA and I'm telling. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to get my. Sh- I'm trying to look into uh, the claim, you know, of y'all paying for my truck, my rental car, whatever, whatever. So I'm on the phone with these fools. They're like, okay, yeah, she's 75%. I see we have, she's 75%. You're 25% at fault. And I'm like, whoa, I'm no percent at fault. So then he's like, oh yeah, well, in in your state, um, if you're even 1% at fault, blah, 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 then it's like you're 25%. She said, nah, I'm not none percent at fault. So I was on hold. I guess he called 
and talk to her and she she's like no no i'm 100 at fault he gets back on the line with me i was on the phone for like an hour and a half with this dude trying to get shit situated where everything is situated my truck has been in the shop this is the second week now i've got this rental car i got this they didn't even give me a truck because they didn't have any trucks. They didn't even have no big SUVs. They're trying to give me a fucking Ford Explorer. I didn't want that. But they gave me a fucking a Nissan Altima. 2023 Nissan Altima. Which that shit is nice, man. You know what I'm saying? I've been whipping that mug. You know what I'm saying? That shit is high-tech as fuck. That shit is high-tech as fuck, man. These, these new cars nowadays, high-tech as fuck. So my truck is a 2010, and my shit is still beautiful. And my wife's shit is a 06, and her shit is still clean. But these new cars, so they got the push start shit. And it has like... When you when you're backing it up, has the lines, has the you know what I'm saying the the it shows you where the car is going. But if you're going too fast and you get too close, that shit stops on its own. Backing up, I did that a couple times in my driveway. I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck. And then a feature I found out the other night, I was picking up my daughter from gymnastics practice, and it was dark. And we're driving. I have my high beams on, and I'm driving. Which the headlights are fucking immaculate on that car, man. So fucking got the high beams on. I'm driving down the road, and all of a sudden, a car was coming, oncoming traffic. The high beams turned off on their own. I was like, "Oh my god, holy shit!" We pass the car. They they cut. They turn back on. I'm like, "Oh my goodness, this is this is amazing." I know I sound old, but that shit was amazing to me, man. Holy crap! But uh, <laughs> new cars and all this fucking new technology. This shit is nuts, man. But I'm in a rental car, so. Still waiting on my truck to fucking get fixed. They had to order a bunch of parts and all kinds of shit. So hopefully my shit comes back immaculate. Immaculate. But yeah, you know, that's how my that's how my year started. You know what I mean? Grandmother passing away. Her service was last Friday. I couldn't make it out to Houston. I wanted to, but you know, them flight tickets are outrageous. My sister looked into it uh, from from Florida where she is. Her flight was like $700. So I know mine would have been more than that because I'm further. But uh, couldn't make it. My uncle talked to him the other day. And uh, he sent me pictures of like the family that attended. Not pictures of my grandmother in the coffin because I don't do that stuff. I don't like, you know, I mean, I don't want pictures like that. Like even with my mother, when she passed away, I didn't take a picture of her in the coffin because I don't want to remember that. I don't want that image instilled in my brain. I know a lot of elderly people or older people like photos like that, but not me. My uncle doesn't do that. He's like, yeah, I don't do coffin photos, but if you want one, I can get you one. I was like, no, 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 I'm good. But he said the service was great. He sent me pictures of like family members, a lot of them who uh, I've never met or never even seen before. So it was good. He said it was a good service, but uh, you know, it was. He said it was it was a good celebration. So, which is which is good news. But uh, yeah, you know, my 2023s kind of started off a little, a little. You know, my chain of events have been kind of cray-cray. You know, a little crazy, but, you know, things have gotten better because uh, we got some news. Um, so my daughter, high-level soccer player, you know, travel travel team club, she uh, she also plays on the Olympic development team. So she, she played for the district, and then she tried out for the state team, made the state team. So... She was recently selected to represent the state by playing in Spain in the spring. So, yeah, yeah, round of applause. So, you know, that was good news this year. So now we are preparing to go to Spain in April. Well, she's going with her team, going to uh, Valencia and Madrid, Spain for about a week about to a 10 day no 12 days 12 days no no nine days excuse me so about nine days two days but those should be like our travel days so around seven days in spain which is going to be cool and i'm going as well because i don't want my daughter to be in a foreign country without somebody like a parent or a family member to be there as well she's supposed to be with the team only and and you know they say parents if you're not chaperoning you know just try not to be try not to stay at the hotel etc etc so i'm going to spain as well we're planning on going to spain as well and my sister she's trying or she's planning on going with me i don't know if, my, if her husband's going but so if i gotta go dolo i gotta go dolo but if not then you know what i'm saying 
it is what it is. So that's good news. We'll be going to Spain in April. Um, we got a lot of trips planned. Uh, next month we are going. Well, yeah, we have a we have competition in Raleigh for, for my youngest in gymnastics. Then in March we're going to Florida for another tournament, and then April is Spain, and then May I think I'm going to New York via Navy Navy shit. So you know, year started off kind of crazy, but uh, you know it's it's already getting better. So hopefully. Y'all's year has started off well and is progressing and getting better as well. But you know, I just wanted to welcome. I wanted to to get back to doing something I love. Wanted to give y'all an update of of my condition and how I was doing, and tell y'all how much I appreciate those of you who checked up on me while I was in the hospital, who checked up on me. You know, while I was in recovery here at the house, you know, I, I appreciate y'all. I truly, truly do. You have no idea how much all that meant to me, man, for checking up on me, making sure I was straight for all the well wishes, you know, uh, blessings, etc. For those, everybody, you know, I mean, for everyone wishing me happy new year, happy holidays, etc. I, I truly, truly appreciate those out there doing that, man. You know, I got so much love for y'all. So, I think I'm gonna wrap it up here. I had a, a lot of, I had some talking points to talk about, you know, with, with, you know, what we got going on in this world. But I mean, this ain't, this ain't the episode for that. This is, this is about me, baby. I'm bringing it back. You know what I'm saying? But welcome, for those of you new, if you're still listening, thank y'all. If you're still watching, thank y'all for watching. I know y'all have enjoyed me in this robe with my taco meat out. You know what I'm saying? With the, with the, with the chain looking real old school old school Italian, you know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> I appreciate y'all for taking the time out to watch the episode. For those of you listening, y'all already know what it is. Y'all already know I love y'all. Thanks for tuning in and listening wherever you're listening to this from. Shout out to you and fucking the platforms playing the fucking podcast. 2022 was a strong year for the podcast and 2023 is going to be stronger, maybe. And we get better with every episode, just like you get better with age. We get better with every episode. This is episode. This is episode. What's this episode? 40, 44? 44? I think this is episode 44, y'all. Let me see. Let me get let me get it right real quick before we leave here. This is episode. This is episode 44. I thought we we're gonna we should have hit episode 50 by now, but you know, things happen. You know what I'm saying? Things happen. Life happens. But we're gonna wrap it up here. Thank y'all for listening once again. Make sure if you haven't already, rate the podcast. Whatever platform you're listening to this on, if you're listening on Apple Pods, go down, scroll down, and rate the pod. Review it. Leave me some comments. Leave some reviews down there. The more reviews, the more ratings I get. I mean, the higher I get on the charts, the more exposure I get. If you're listening to this on Spotify, hit that spot, that star. Boom, that five-star rating. Give me that five-star rating. You know what I mean? I appreciate y'all. Follow me on Instagram at Yeah That Podcast where you'll see clips. You'll see the cover art. You'll see updates of of the podcast, all kinds of little podcast posts. At Yeah That Podcast, all one word on Instagram. And then follow on YouTube at youtube.com slash West Coast Rob. And you'll see shorts. You'll see full-length episodes. I'm going to put the full-length episodes back up on the YouTube channel. You'll see uh, clips. Um, yeah, there's other things on there. I think there's vlogs. I'm going to do some more vlogs, especially with all the travel that I'm, I'm going to be doing this year. I'm going to put some vlogs back up there. Some uh, how-to podcast tutorials, stuff like that. If, if there's any other podcast material that you want me, you want to see or you want to learn about, Hit me up, slide in the, in the Yeah That Podcast DMs on Instagram, and then uh, drop your ideas right there, and I'll do them on YouTube, man, and we'll just go from there, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you again for listening. I appreciate y'all so much. This was take number five from the Yeah That Podcast. Uh, this take, yeah, this was take number five. I've, I was having some technical difficulties doing the first couple episodes I guess because it's been a while. So now we're acclimated and I appreciate the program for, for acting up. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but signing out, I've, I've talked enough. 
Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Until the next episode, it's the Homie West Coast Rob signing out.